This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Meow, 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 meow. Basketball time, baby. What's up? Welcome to Airbuds. I'm Peter Moses. I'm I'm Mike Banner. What what was that? You said that I sounded like Garfield right before we started recording. So you I was... have a voice similar to the cartoon Garfield. Meow, meow, meow. That's not how Garfield has never said meow. Meow, ever. meow, lasagna, baby. Woo. All right, well, we've established right off the bat that Peter has never seen Garfield and does not know what it is. Slam dunk. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, we, we are Jamelis again for another week. We will, we will see you next week, Jamel. Yeah, we love In you, the Jamel. flesh and blood. But until then, uh, we're just going to do a quick two-man pod. A little, gonna, little two-man game right yeah, now. Yeah, we're going to run through a uh, segment that we, we've decided to call Hello, Hello or Hell No. Hello! Yeah, like Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! Uh, we're gonna we're gonna break up some stories, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pose them to Peter, and he's gonna say hello if there's something to talk about, hello. And, and hell no, hell no, if there's nothing there. So you ready to get started, Peter? I'm was born for this game. All right, let's go. First, hello. I'm gonna cut so many of these out. <laughs> uh, first, right off the bat, Cavs are 17 and 14 since January one. Does that worry you? Hell no. I'm going to give this a hello. You are? There's something weird going on with the Cavs. What is what is happening? They are like plus uh, 48 when LeBron has been on the floor since January 1 and like negative like 78 when he's been off the floor. Because LeBron's playing the four and we don't have a lot of big men. We're kind of like the Warriors, but or like we don't have a front court to put up with like an Andre Drummond. Or I think they're bored and I think they're fatigued and I don't care about anything because they won the championship. So I guess, you know, I'm a little... Um, completely biased. That's the word I'm looking for. So you give this a solid hell no. no yeah, I really don't care. I like Bogut. I mean, Bogut was signed specifically to just eat minutes so that Tristan Thompson could rest. And now Bogut was injured 58 seconds into his first game with the Cavs. It was funny, but <laughs> <laughs> like it's it, funny when like he it, broke his leg. It was hilarious yeah. that he like ran out on the court and like before he even stopped to do anything, just like fractured his leg. Yeah, but. We needed someone to eat those minutes, and you know, I think because it was funny, people didn't really like take into any account of like why that would hurt us down the stretch. But I mean, we got Jr. back. We need love back. We got to get love back. I mean, we all need love. You know, back we all need lives. a little love in our heart. But whatever, man, they're going to make it out of the first round. Okay, hello or hell no. Wait, so you're concerned? Just real quick, are you like, are you actually concerned about the Cavs being 500? Because uh... they're still. Like I feel like they're like like they still know they're three games ahead of Boston. There's still three games up. I I don't know. There's just something like I can't tell what's happening with them. I can't tell if it's uh you know we don't really care. We'll wait till we get to the playoffs to start trying, or if it's like cause for alarm. 
I think there's a lot happening. JR's been hurt, Love's been hurt, and they got a they got a bunch of new guys. Yeah. Even without Bogut. That they gotta figure but out. So even with JR hurt and Love hurt, like the, you know, they they've got plenty of talent. They'll figure it out. I'm like no one in the East sands Jamel's team really sc- and Boston really scare me. So <laughs> nice. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I don't know why I just said that. I hate I hate hearing that on podcast. You didn't just do it. You like looked me in the eye and like loaded up like you were firing a slingshot. I did it, man. Uh, hello or hell no. 538.com, the math wizards over there. Uh, they've given the Cavs a 4% shot to become champions. And uh, they've given Jamel's Wizards a 6% shot. Hello or hell no, Peter. And... Uh, so in this situation, you're saying that the Wizards are Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll take my odds. And let's, yeah, let's also note that yeah. uh, 538, uh, you kind of got the last election cycle entirely wrong. And so. after the election, you know you're in a bad look when it's like, as I used to listen to this shit, and it was just like, yeah, but we were like the least wrong. It's like, well, that doesn't mean fucking anything. Yeah, 538, you get a solid hell no. Yeah, us. you get a hell no just yeah. across the board. Yeah. No, but in that... Hell no prediction that you're talking about. They give the Warriors a 96% like a 90% chance. No, I think they in the in that thing that I'm citing that came out yesterday, they gave them a 48% chance. Oh, it gave them a 48%. Well, that's yeah. still like everyone else is like I think it goes, hold on, I have it right here. Uh Warriors uh at 43%, Spurs at 21, Rockets at 6, Wizards at 6, Celtics at 5, Jazz at 4, Clippers at 2, Cavs at 4, Raptors at 2, Heat at 2. That's heat. The heat did just, just like goes down the absolutely smoke the Cavs twice. Dude, the Heat are on a twenty and four <laughs> heat like are, run. Heat are right now real good. It's, I, it's crazy. It's it's insane. They feel like a college team that snuck in because like there's no there's no superstar. Feels like he's in college again. Yeah, but uh, no, in college he actually came off the bench. So it's it must be, must feel like he's in high school. Sure, he's literally. Like Freaky Friday himself into Dwayne Wade or Wade County has now become Waders County, and Dwayne Wade is stuck yeah. up in the freezing cold of Chicago, losing to the Rockets by a thousand points. Yeah, Peter, can we talk for one second? Okay, so this has been covered by like every like basketball outlet around by now. So this is like this is old. I apologize for our listeners, but Dwayne Wade rented out a Waffle House for his entire team, and only four teammates showed up. Yeah, that's not good. That's so sad. I mean, he's not here, but Jamel did say that, like, almost scared him half to death, just, like, knowing that that existed. He said yeah. if he rented out a Waffle House for us and we didn't show up, he might he might kill himself. Yeah. If I – yeah. I, I, there's nothing more sad to me than being like Dwayne Wade. It's like, I'm going to rent out a Waffle House, guys. Like, number one, that's sad right off the bat. Like, you don't have to fucking rent out a Waffle House. There's plenty of seating, plenty of booths for people. Also, just, like, that's get just, a cater, dog. It, it just – Seems so out of touch on Dwayne Wayne's part. Like, you go to a Waffle House to, like, sit with a bunch of fucking unwashed people and eat, like, greasy-ass food. <laughs> you don't, like, rent out a Waffle House. Fucking rent out, like, a Morton's Steakhouse. I thought you were going to say it was out of touch because he didn't realize that most of his team fucking hated him. I mean, that's that was, that was like, step two in my, like, sure. I was like, off the bat, it's uh, just to rent a Waffle House out. And then the next part is, like, that nobody shows up for who, your little waffle who party. Who were the three people that showed up, do you think? I think it was... Uh, Definitely Jimmy Butler showed up. It was Cannon, but... No, I don't think... Hold on. I should have had this pulled up. Oh, you have the list of people who showed up? I know Jimmy showed up. It's amazing that 
they brought in Wade under the idea that he was going to make Jimmy Butler a leader. And I think Jimmy Butler's like regressed as a leader in the locker room because of Dwayne Wade. Like he kind of became his, like the bad guys friend in the high school movie instead of like the leader. Like he reverted into being like, Oh yeah, Dwayne, we're going to go get him. Ha! And now they're fucking, I don't know. (laughs) Like I don't know. I can't find. But I I had heard it somewhere. Some other podcast listed. It's but it sad. was only fourteen. It's sad. I know Cannon was one of them. Was was Joffrey Laverne one? Probably. Um, I mean, he just needs a free meal. But yeah. Uh, so how many Hello. autographs do you think Joffrey Laverne signed as Logan in the last two weeks? All of them. I, I saw Logan the other night. It's fucking great, right? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. I love. Uh, Patrick Stewart was fantastic. Patrick Stewart was great. It was hilarious every time he cursed. Like, it just was funny. Cause also, like, like oh, Professor X is cursing. Like, we haven't seen that for 15 years. Thank God we got one Wolverine movie where we actually get to see him just, like, stab people in the fucking face. There was so much blood, and weirdly, it was, like, refreshing. It like, was great. Yeah. That's what it was. It's because, like, you realize that you've been watching these PG-13 Wolverines where you just see him swipe, and then, like, a PA throws a bucket of blood in the air. It's yep. like a guy does, like, a stunt fall. Uh, yeah, and it's always fun to see a little girl just murder a bunch of grown men. That is a great time. Peter? Yes. Hello or hell no. Joel Embiid uh, recreated the classic Allen Iverson slam cover this month. And he quoted it on Instagram saying, the answer to the process. You want to go first or do you want me to go? No, I mean, I'm posing these to you. Hell no. What do you mean hell no? Mike, you're getting distracted. You're getting distracted again from the fact that this dude has been unhealthy for three out of four years. And even though he's hilarious... Like, it's only going to be, like, a funny, cute thing if he can get back on the court again. And you got to focus on the other parts of the process. You know what the process is? It's not just him. It's your whole goddamn team. And like this country, it's being run by someone who's proved themselves pretty incompetent of doing a good job. Like, so you got to, you know, you just got to, like, widen your scope a little bit. I know that Embiid is fun, but it's not like, he's kind of like the quick hit of the process without kind of taking the whole thing. Because just even though Colangelo is running your team into the ground, that doesn't mean that they still can't be in like the second round of the playoffs in three years. You don't know what Simmons is. They shut him down and you're going to have maybe two more fantastic draft picks. Are you done? Yeah. All right. I want you to say hello to these two middle fingers, <laughs> motherfucker, because, uh, Listen, I'm not distracted. I am fully 100% aware that Embiid is an injury machine. What have I always said about him? I'm like, I'm excited, but we don't know if he can ever stay healthy. I just don't want you to get hurt, too. I have nothing to root for (laughs) for the Sixers. This fucking seeing Joel Embiid become Allen Iverson on a I'm like, on one of my favorite photos, the fucking, the Allen Iverson slam cover is my phone background. Like, that, that good, gave I, me a brief moment of respite from an otherwise hellish season for the Sixers. I get it. That's as good as it's going to get for you. Yeah. It's, it's like Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. As good as it gets. <laughs> All right? And Greg Kinnear gets beat up in a hate crime. Right? And yeah. Haley Joe Osmond? No. You're thinking of paid forward? Yeah, paid forward. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm thinking of. They uh, <laughs> should combine those movies. As good as it... Gets paid for. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Joel Embiid, uh, obviously that photo shoot happened long before he got shelved for, for the rest of the season. So uh, poor timing. But uh, listen, I don't know. He's man. funny, man. He's I love cool. Joel Embiid. I don't think he'll ever play a full season in his life. I don't think he'll ever play more than 70 games in his life in a season. Uh, but, you know, let's get what we can. It can happen, happen, dude. I, I mean, like, 
I, from, I know from personal experience, like Zajunas Logowskis spent basically the first three years not being able to walk on his feet. Then you were like, this is never going to happen for him. And uh, he was one of my favorite Cavs of all time. Had a really good, long career. So, you know, if he can do it 20 years ago, there's no reason that Embiid can't come back from this shit. It's just got to... Here's the reason why. Listen, I'm no doctor. We know that. We talk about that all the time, about how I'm not a doctor. I actually often come to your house, and I'm like, can you not check me out medically? Yeah. Uh, but given the Sixers' like history the past few years, do they have the worst medical staff in all of basketball? Everyone, I feel like when I listen to podcasts, like the one team that everyone jokes about is the Pelicans medical staff being fucking terrible. So you should at least feel good about that. We're no Pelicans, but yeah. who like who on the staff let Ben Simmons gain like 60 pounds of muscle and no one was like, hey, man, you can't do that. And in, in a, such a short span, you're going to break your foot like they, as they didn't learn anything from Embiid the past two seasons. It's crazy. I don't know. That is weird. I really have no justification yeah. for it or no knowledge of it, too. But that is like you when you put it like that, that does seem like a bad pattern. Yeah. To have. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give a hell no to the, the Sixers training staff. Hell yes to that slam cover. Uh, Peter. Michael. Kevin Durant injured. Warriors are seemingly on a skid. Draymond is in a total slump. Steph and Clay not not hitting as well. Spurs are threatening to take number one seed. Hello or hell no to this Warrior skid. Is this a real story or no? Hello, 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 hello. So you think the Warriors are actually in danger? I don't know, man. I just I love watching them lose. It brings me more joy than anything. Like it brings me the joy of like watching the Yankees lose. Watching the Celtics the beat them this week was glorious. Was a delight. It's just um, so fun to watch them lose. And because they never lose over the last three years, losing this much feels like, like Hillary Clinton is president of the United States. Like It's like truly a joy every time it happens. That's crazy. That's not crazy. You're taking way too much joy in the Warriors losing if that's what your feeling is. It makes me feel fantastic. It makes you feel like a... It makes me feel like for one goddamn second, everything's going to be okay. It makes you feel like you're in the the alternate, the correct alternate timeline. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's I'm, so much fun. It's so much fun to watch them struggle because what I've said on this podcast before, they dismantled their team. They dismantled their team for Durant, and now that he's hurt, and like, yeah, it's they like, don't have depth. They and don't I'm, have any depth, and like Curry you know, is not someone who was ever going to make their own shot without the help of that system of like Harrison Barnes and like a two younger, two year younger Iguodala in the corner. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, every every other basketball podcast and news outlet is uh, on this train now. The Warriors have no depth. We've been saying this since they signed Kevin Durant. Yeah, uh, since our beginning of this podcast. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're uh, we're no geniuses, but uh, welcome everyone who just caught up to our analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of NBA. Yeah. Suddenly, everyone's like, well, they have no depth, but like nobody talked about that. Four months ago. Yeah. It was yeah. like all the predictions before the season were like, this isn't even going to be a good season because the Warriors are just going to run away with it. And the whole time we've been saying, we've unless been someone saying gets a little bit hurt. months and months and months, one injury will do this team in. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to give a tentative hello, no, to the Warriors skid because uh, they could, I mean, they still have the two best shooters in the league. They still have uh, Kevin Durant coming back probably by the second round of the playoffs. Like, they're, 
they'll probably be fine. They'll well, let's go to, to the last Hello and Hell No because I feel like they're kind of uh, combined, which I'll throw to you. What's the last Hello, Hell No? Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, as of today, Saturday, when we're recording this, is out indefinitely with an irregular heartbeat. I'm going to give that a Hell No. I don't think that's – I think he'll be fine. I'm going to give it a hell no. Are you going to give it a fine? Is like you think he's going to come back? I think he'll be back by the playoffs. Here's the thing. LaMarcus, uh, I think the Spurs signed him hoping uh, he would make a huge impact. He's been fine. See, that's I'm going to give it okay. a hell no because like whether he comes back or not, I don't feel like he has any like that part of like the engine. He's like a good third or fourth best player on their team. He gets you 20 and 10 almost every night, but he's not an impact player. He's <laughs> definitely not a great defensive player. No. He's not altering shots as much as he should be, no. and he's reliable. But it feels like the Spurs have other players to just plug into that. It spot. feels like that just means like Powell's going to play like a little bit more. Powell's going to play more. Deadman's going to play more. Like it's just going to be the Spurs have other parts to rotate in, and Lamarcus can go rest and get healthy, and he'll be back by the first round of the playoffs. I think the Spurs are going to, with or without Lamarcus, I think they are. They have like gained what three games on the Warriors in the last week in the standings. I think they are definitely. You heard it here first on the Airbuds pod from Garfield's mouth. The Spurs lasagna. Are gonna... <laughs> Mondays. The Spurs are going to be the number one seed. Peter's lasagna of the week. <laughs> yep. My lasagna of the week is the Spurs are going to be the number one seed. Uh, yeah. And I think they want to be the number one seed because, uh, I mean, it's probably the Thunder are probably going to be the seven or six. And I don't think anybody wants to play. Even if you're, even if you're gonna win, like nobody wants to fucking face Russ. Like, I want, I want the Thunder Warriors first round so bad. I mean, it might happen if the Warriors so take bad. number one seed. Uh, I'm, I, I've got a couple more. Hello, hell knows. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just rattle off a couple. Uh, Lavar Ball, father of UCLA phenom Lonzo Ball, said the other day his son is actually better than Steph Curry. Hell no or hello? Hell no. I don't care. No, who cares? It's I don't give a shit. Stupid. Lonzo Ball. Like I don't care. I also like. Uh, I'm gonna give a hell no to act the concept of Lonzo Ball. I'm gonna give a hell no to just like the Ball family because I feel like if I watch Sports Center anymore, they would be talking about that family for like 30 minutes of it, yeah. and I don't care. Um, like, I don't care. Like I, I just, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Do you, do you know who Naja Houston is? Mm-mm. Skateboarder phenom. Probably the best skateboarder in the world right now. He was a skateboarding phenom from a young age, uh, and his dad kind of recognized that and was like, "You're, I'm making you a professional skateboarder," and like kept him out of school. Actually, kidnapped him from his parents at one point, and, like took him to Jamaica, and like made him train to be a professional skateboarder tight, in this like tight, weird tight. hostage-like situation. And it just, you know, clearly this guy just like wanted to make money. That was like his, me his and my parents with musical theater when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah, I feel like uh, Lavar Ball is kind of like that with his kids. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, absolutely. Like the new Tiger Woods' dad. I'm just like, is Lonzo Ball? If you need help, next time you're on camera, blink. Seven yeah, times. just like blink or just like kind of rub underneath your left eye, and we'll yeah. know to come Pat get the you. the top of your head. Yeah, and we'll we'll drive to we'll Westwood. Yeah. yeah, we're we'll, not that far. Yeah, we'll bring you over to the east side. You can chill out. You know, Lonzo, we would show you a good time. Yeah, we'll, we'll get weird. Yeah. We we'll get some pizza. We got edibles. Uh, <laughs> Peter, let's wrap up. All right, man. Well, you got anything you want to plug? I want to plug mixtape. The fantastic comedy, sometimes a rapper show that you produce and I host with Garrick Bernard, which will be on St. Patrick's Day. This Friday. This Friday at the Virgil. It's free. Drinks are happy hour price. And our lineup is out of control. This is actually, I think, one of our 
our best one of our best lineups we've ever had. And uh, so come check it out. Check us out on uh, Instagram and the Twitters at uh, Mixtape LA. Check out myself if you want to at Danger Moses. Check out our Instagram for Airbuds Pod and on Twitter Airbuds Pod. And uh, check out Jamel at Broccoli House on Non-pro- Instagram, right? On Nonprofit Comic on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Benner, B-E-N-N-E-R, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, uh, Mixtape this Friday is going to be a good one. It's on St. Patrick's Day. Come get drunk. And uh, the lineup is insane. We got Adam Conover. We got Abby Crutchfield. We got Howard Kramer. We got Jack Knight. And we got many others. So, uh, good lineup. Great lineup. Good so, job by you, Michael. Thank you. I'm good at, I'm good at uh, having good taste in comedians. You, that you do. My only talent. And twins? <laughs> and twins? I don't get that, but <laughs> let's go with it. 90s! Uh, what's up? All right, this podcast is done. Like us on iTunes or follow us. Or, wait, no, what is it? Like rate, us, rate and subscribe. Like us on iTunes and write us a review on Facebook. Give us a review. We will shout you out. Uh, bye. Bye, goons. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late, and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, and our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com/keepstock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done.